0: join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get amplified!
1: Hello, hello, Amplify You Family. Michelle Abraham here today. And I've oh, got a great interview for you today. And I've got an amazing guest. And I know, I know I say that all the time, that my guests are amazing, but this guest is really lazy. <laughs> Her oh, name is Trisha Fuller, and she's a fellow Canadian. First of all, that's what's awesome. <laughs> we also connected because we both live in very rural locations and are raising our kids in a way that is not in the traditional sense of like, living in a big city where is very convenient. <laughs> so we definitely connected on that. But why I brought Trisha in here today is because she is a hypnotist and not just a hypnotist. She is an award-winning, four times award-winning uh, weight loss hypnotist. And uh, she's won multiple awards in her business, which is great. She's gone from working in the laboratory and x-ray technician to running multiple clinic locations and also award-winning entrepreneur. And now she has a vocational school as well. So, so many things that she's up to that is going to be really great for our audience to hear today. So as we're all embarking in journey, our journey on growing a business, bringing someone that's been super successful in business along. And to tell you the truth, the real reason I brought it on is because I'm embarking on a weight loss journey in 2024. And who not better to bring on than someone who's an award winning weight loss a hypnotist and i'm really excited to dive into that as well because of my busy business my weight got out of control and i'm here to fix it this year so to show before i ramble on too much more all about the amazing things you're up to thank you for being here with us today and hi thank you michelle for having
2: me i'm so excited i've been listening to your guys's podcast for like weeks now
1: <laughs> so. awesome well thank you so much for listening and thanks for being here with us i want to dive in with a little bit about what you do and you know you're a master hypnotist among many other things you use nlp and have a vocational school helping others learn this uh, skill but for our listeners that maybe have heard other terms or other things how what what is a hypnotist and uh share with us like what's the superpowers and what made you get into it okay
2: let's start at the beginning i think it'll be easier to say why i got into it sure. uh, just to give you a little bit of backstory i um We'll call it an unlikely hypnotist. <laughs> I failed epically at hypnosis multiple times before I ever succeeded at it, but something kept drawing me back to it. So, bullet points: twenty years old, went and stopped smoking with a hypnotist, and there's a lot of snot and there's a lot of crying, and she had a lot of talking to do, a lot of discussion. But when she when it came to like close your eyes or relax, I was so jacked up that. There was no way I was doing hypnosis. I laid there, pretended I was doing something, and then promptly left and let a smoke. You know, so I, I didn't believe in hypnosis. You know, I thought it was stupid and it was it was like if somebody's just talking to me and that's silly. But something kept propelling me to it. So after two I I've had three three children and the first two childbirths, I ended up in cesarean. And I was just like, I felt broken. I was devastated. I was just like I thought it was like my fault. And in truth, it actually was because our brain is like, well, you know, when you go to a restaurant and you place an order and you say, I want, you know, chicken fingers and Caesar salad and they go, okay. But the thing is, is most of us in life are actually putting in the wrong order. So I did put in the wrong order. I said, I don't want a cesarean. I don't want an epidural. I don't want an induction. And our brain can't process negatives. And it goes, it takes out the don't. So if I said to you, like, oh, I can't hear you. Uh, so if I'm I... only laughing, because I did the
1: exact same thing.
2: <laughs> right, right. And so the thing is, is I got actually everything I didn't want. And like, if people are having a hard time wrapping their head around that, don't think about a dog, right? And most people automatically, you know, picture of their their furry friend pops into their head, right? So we can't process negatives. So I got everything that I didn't want. And with baby number two, I thought, oh, I'm going to do this better. I found a book and it was basically one CD back back then, you know, with two what I call florally audios on it. And I never emotionally dealt with what I had done the first time. So I got the exact same thing I had before. (laughs) So by the time I came to baby number three, I found an amazing prenatal education program with hypnosis for childbirth. And, it, and the two things together is what took it to the next level because proper education and then learning the hypnosis, which wasn't just one thing. It was like a series of audios and a series of trainings that literally built the foundation and then built the walls and then built the roof, right? And I achieved a natural birth, like in my midwife's house, no problem, no interventions, which is kind of unheard of after two cesareans.
1: Right. That's amazing.
2: <laughs> and... I quit smoking, like I, I just forgot about smoking entirely. Like it was, it was just, it was like magic. And I was like, I never thought I was going to quit smoking and all these things kind of happened, and it blew my mind. Like I literally, it, my mind exploded like, oh my gosh like if this is what people can accomplish like what else can we do with this? And I started to realize the power of words and, and how those things weren't working for me in the medical system anymore. And so then I, I became a hypnotist and then, and then I spent, you know, years doing like fertility work with people, um, help co-write a program and sleep programs and pain management. And then, and I had to find somebody to do uh weight loss and stop smoking. Like I, I knew how to do them, but I really don't believe in reinventing the wheel. Right. So the weird thing is, is with a lot of people who do hypnosis, they, they start from scratch, which is silly when there's programs out there that have been proven to work for decades. And so I I landed by accident at a training um, by the Master Hypnotist Society against Scott McFall and I haven't looked back. I've been with them for over 10 years. I have been a, a, a mentored student with Scott as well as a trainer with the team. And it just, he had everything. He had everything that I needed to be able to teach people. He had the core values, he had the books, he had everything that I needed in proof of decades and i'm not joking like hundreds of thousands of clients that he's helped and i'm like this is it this is where i'm meant to be and i've been doing it ever since so i can't remember your second question because i got lost in my story what was your second question
1: (laughs) that's a great question what was my second question (laughs) oh my second question was and i think you dove into it a little bit what exactly is hypnosis in like why? What are the benefits of it? And why should we start looking at it as something that we can do to help improve ourselves? Okay.
2: Well, are you willing to experiment with me for just a minute? Sure. Okay. So to explain what hypnosis feels like, humor me. Close your eyes. Now open your eyes, and that's a lot like what hypnosis feels like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. shouldn't. You shouldn't expect to black out. You will be able to hear and understand. And in fact, Mm -hmm. all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. So you've done it before. Have you ever, I I, I know you have ferries and boats and things to get from point A to point B, but have you ever driven somewhere and got there and not remember the last five minutes of the drive? Yes, that's very scary. It's like, whoa, how did I get here? I don't remember driving the last five minutes. (laughs) Yeah, it's highly hypnosis. Now, I don't recommend it. but You you didn't black out, but it does happen, right? So you are hyper-focused to one thing to the exclusion of everything else. So hypnosis is actually just a brainwave state that we all do. Mm-hmm. Now, another example of this and, you know, I I know that you listen to radio and stuff to some extent. I'm curious if you if you can pick out where this jingle is from.
1: Bam bum bum bum. Oh yes, I know I know it. I just can't name it. <laughs>
2: okay, so try one more time.
1: Bam bum bum bum. Just throw it a guess. Any random guess. Uh, it's like, I want to say it's like Macy's or something or like <laughs> Now
2: it, it's with an M. You're so close to so it. It was a fast food restaurant. Which one would it be?
1: Oh, uh, McDonald's.
2: Right. Yeah. So the thing is, is I'm a terrible singer and still our brain picks up on it. Right. Mm. So hypnosis is really relaxation, repetition and fixation. Mm. So if you think about this another way, it would be like trying to unlearn your ABCs. Right. If you're going to go file something in a filing cabinet, good luck not seeing your ABCs, even if it's just a portion of it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's an automatic response. So that the truth is, I'm not actually hypnotizing people. I am dehypnotizing them from the track they're already on. Mm. So you do this, you do this, and then you have, you know, a snack.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Does that make sense? It does make sense? Yeah. Right. So. You know you said you were looking at embarking on a weight loss journey right yeah so do you have like a food nemesis or like a food weakness
1: oh uh, i would say like carbs is totally like my weakness and since i think i would say so i used to be in the fitness and industry before podcasting and so one of the things that like i think eating away at me is like literally is because i know i know how to do things i was trained in fitness and nutrition yet I've gained so much weight since having my kids. And so I think it's like, I think also being my office close to the kitchen.
2: <laughs> Too, Too much nothing. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So the first thing that I, w- I would like to point out is that you've literally just pointed out the main flaw for almost everybody who's doing weight loss hmm. is that they keep on thinking, they're overeducated for starters. Right? You yeah. know all the things that you shouldn't, but you literally just put in your order. I can't have this, and I can't have that, and I can't have this, and I shouldn't do this Mm -hmm. because of all the things that you know, right? Right,
1: and so so it's like, oh, I'm gaining weight, I'm gaining weight, I'm gaining. Of course, I'm gaining weight, and thinking about it all the time,
2: (laughs) right? So the thing is, is you know, one of the first things I want to get people to do is kind of to, you know, pick that food that's their 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 nemesis. So you said carbs, so pick just one carb for me, just for an experiment.
1: Okay, so how about a sandwich? Okay, so
2: we're not going to stand up, but I'm just going to get you to put your arms up like this. Mm -hmm. like So everybody, we're putting our arms up in the air, and now she's going to have a very dramatic temper tantrum and go, Oh,
1: my sandwich! My sandwich, my grilled cheese sandwich! (laughs) Right.
2: You've had kids, and you understand that that literally is like a temper tantrum, right? Mm -hmm. You might as well be kicking and screaming on the floor, and if you think about it in your head, you kind of are. You're like, I'm an adult. I don't have to report to anybody and I deserve that sandwich, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the people that we help get people to step out of what they're doing is a very famous family counselor called Virginia Satir. And she said that we have four coping stances to dealing with life's temper tantrums. So again, even though some people can't see us, we're going to just act this out. So the first coping stance is called the blamer. So put your hand on your hip and then point over the wall, not at me and say, it's all your fault. It's all your fault. Okay. And we will blame people, places, situations, and things, right? Mm -hmm. The second one is called the placator. So you put your hands up in front of your face, like you're talking to another human and say, I'll do anything for you. I'll do anything for you. I'm just here for you. I'm just here for you. And in that one, we also have the martyr. So put your hand here on your forehead. Mm-hmm. That's right. And say, I couldn't take care of myself. I couldn't take care of myself. <laughs> because I have all these other people and things to
1: take care of. Because I have right? all these other things and people to take care of. Yes.
2: Yeah. So that's the placater. And the, the third one's called the computer. So you cross your arms and put one up beside your head like a very smart person. Mm-hmm. And look down your nose and say, but if one were to analyze the situation... But if one were to analyze the situation, one would find one would find. And these people would love like studies or stats or Dr. Google or some smarty pants reason that lets them off the hook for why they're doing what they're doing. Okay, and the last one's the very most fun. Well, maybe this is the most fun for me, but pretend like you're kicking your foot out like as you sit on the chair. Yeah. And then stick your thumb out like you're hitchhiking. Yeah. And then stick your tongue out and then say squirrel. (laughs) I <laughs> go chasing after something sparkly. That one's called the distractor. Uh-huh. So the truth is, is that we will blame, placate, compute, or distract our way from success. And we'll actually just jump between those things. Uh-huh. And what my job is to help you is to level or surrender into what's really going on and stop using those co- coping stances uh-huh. so that you can become and create the life that you want. Uh-huh. So when you say, what is hypnosis? Hypnosis is... Ideally, using the structure of genius, which means you have to see, hear, and feel the outcome that you want. So what most people get stuck in is that they're only doing like a portion of that. Mm -hmm. They'll only talk to themselves in their head and they think that using just affirmations is enough or they'll just try to get grounded and centered and that is enough. But no, they have to see it, hear it, and feel it. And the magic of hypnosis is that your brain doesn't know the difference between real or imagined. Mm. Yeah. So like, if you actually want to be fit and trim and thin, do you actually have a current image in your mind of what that would look like, sound like and feel like, like a virtual movie? Mm-hmm. No, once you, at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if, if you do, most
1: people have an old vision of it right? It's not current, like from like when you were 20 or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so, you know, sometimes we we do a little bit like cotton paste project, you know, cut mm-hmm. out the body that you want in your face currently type of thing, right? Because people are like, I don't know how to make that image or I've never been that size. And I'm like, well, now we have somewhere to start. We have somewhere to go because think of like your beautiful home, right? You had that in your mind before you bought it. You had a very real image, right? Mm -hmm. You never buy or do anything that you cannot see, hear, and feel. Mm -hmm. And that's where most people fail at weight loss is they have no representation in their mind of how to do it. And if we can make that resource state in hypnosis, then they act, the brain goes, oh, it's like a file in a computer. It always goes through the largest folder. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And once we make that folder bigger through the repetition then they have a new state of mind and a new strategy for achieving their goals. Well, it makes so much
1: sense. <laughs> Especially when you're See, thinking about like losing weight, but then not losing it. It's like, it's you're just, you're just thinking about your weight <laughs> and probably imagining yourself as the the weight you're at currently instead of where you want to go. It makes right. much sense. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Cause people keep on looking in the mirrors too. And then they're, they're The image changes, Right. So in hypnosis, it like multiplies that, that new resource state. And we're, we're dealing really with, the, with the emotional part of the mind. So, you know, logically we know we should be attracted to the right thing, but what if we could actually make you more attracted to it? So it's always about the mood instead of the food, right? Mm-hmm. So you think of that grilled cheese, you know, it has a warm, gooey, comforting <laughs> taste, right? And essentially, if you think about it, it's like a hug. Right. And it feels satisfying and nurturing. So if we could attach that feeling to something else Mm -hmm. or decrease the feeling that the grilled cheese gives you, then we actually have somewhere to go. If that makes sense. Mm, Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So that's that's a long version of your answer of what a hypnosis (laughs) is like. You know, (laughs) yeah, it's something we do all the time. It's happening. Suggestion and hypnosis is
1: happening all the time. Mm -hmm. But you're doing it to yourself and so when you work with a hypnotist you would be leading us through our own discovery of those words and those images and things like that is that correct did i get that right
2: yeah absolutely so like yeah there's a generic idea in mind let's face it not everybody wants to be beach body you know bikinis and 20 years old again right that's just not realistic so i i i do something called like a free screening with people to see exactly what their needs are. Um, and then they teach me back exactly what I'm going to give them in hypnosis. So they essentially design their own program based on what their needs are and what where they're, they're, they're little things that we need to go around or things that we need to tweak so that they can look at the situation differently and then take action in a new way.
1: Mm, that's so cool. Do you work with, uh, can, I guess you, they could work with, it with people and like as if we're, as a, we're at the end of the year right now, as we're currently recording this. And, you know, I think a lot of people are looking at going into the next year and looking at creating that vision of what they want to have happen for the next year. So is there a way that we can bring hypnosis into that?
2: Yeah. So the thing is, is a, I don't believe we need to wait for the next year, right? You're like, wow, so many people gain weight over the holidays, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hey, you know, why would you wait to start until after? Why wouldn't you want to have tools so you're attracted to the right things or have a new frame of mind during the holiday season, right? But yeah, people can start this whenever. And most people don't know is that they can do hypnosis online. Like I work across Canada and the US and you know, it can fit into your time, no different than a live session, right? Mm -hmm. But you know, people have to understand that this isn't a magic wand. They have to want the change.
1: Mm.
2: Hypnosis can't be done to a person unless they want to do the outcome, right? So I can't make a person quit smoking. They have to wanna quit smoking. And then once they do, then I can help them navigate that journey. But as we go into the new year, people have to decide, you know, am am I am I actually gonna step into the person that I wanna be forever plus another day? Or do I wanna keep on going through this yo-yo? Because this isn't a diet, this is this is this is a a plan for life. So, um, you, like we have like three really simple rules that we do for our weight loss program, mm-hmm. and you might be attracted to it. I don't I I don't know, but the first idea is that you have to understand that you're overconsuming, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't care how you choose to eat less, but you have to agree to eat half as much. Mm-hmm. Now, notice how simple that could be. Like people could literally just take what they used to take and cut it in half. Yeah, y- you know, a or you know, do you know what a like a tea saucer plate is? Yeah, yeah. right. No counting required. Just eat on a tea saucer three times a day,
1: you know? (laughs) How simple? Plate sizes have gotten as big as uh, our butt sizes have gotten over years, right? (laughs) Go back to this small plate. That makes a lot of (laughs) sense. And there's no calculating
2: required. I mean, you know that you're going to feel better eating fruits and vegetables and lean meats, right? Or you're going to have a blood sugar high with carbohydrates, you know? So like it, it really... You step back and it's not that you, again, it's not that you can't have it because exclusion diets don't work. If I say, don't eat broccoli, you're going to be attracted to eating broccoli. Yeah. And if I don't say, don't eat cucumbers mm-hmm. and, you know, don't you dare eat a salad today, you know, or whatever. But what if you're actually craving it? The more I mention it, the more you're going to want to, which is the law of repetition, right? I'm sure you've heard that you had to hear something sev- seven times or 30 times or a hundred times before you start to believe it, Right. So what if I said what you wanted to crave instead of what you wanted to get rid of? Mm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Right? So then step number two. So the first rule, general rule, is to eat half as much. Mm-hmm. Most people understand that and they know that they're going to do that in whatever way works best for them.
1: And then the second rule is, do you drink lots of water? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there you're <yours. laughs> serious. I like this one with the times on it too, right? Oh. Like Going to be, you know, be uh, catching up with what time, (laughs) right? And if you don't
2: have that, then I often recommend, like we all have these darn smartphones, right? Like, so what if you set eight timers, you know, be automatic? So, what if we could make water magical for you? What if water could wash away cravings? What if water could let go of negative thoughts or emotions? Or what if it could help you change your mood? Right? So we actually embed hypnosis in the water. And so every time you something crosses your mind, so say you've had a craving, mm-hmm. you would simply decide for yourself, is what am I thinking useful or is it unuseful? Mm-hmm. If it's unuseful, notice I didn't say good, bad, or right or wrong. I just said useful or unuseful. Okay. If it's no longer useful, we simply take our water, wash it away, and say to ourselves, wash it away, and then ideally go move your body for three to five minutes.
1: Ooh,
2: Okay? So... Now we have a magical tool, water, and I just made you go exercise for, let's just say three minutes, eight times a day. Mm-hmm. It's guaranteed 24 minutes of purposeful exercise. Right. And that is step, that is step number three is that we help you design a way in your mind so that exercise also doesn't have all the rules. So we eliminated all the food rules. Yeah. But we eliminate the exercise rules too, because everybody has all these things in their head. This is good, this is bad, this is right, this is wrong, right? So you know if you dance naked for three minutes, that's purposeful exercise.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now the clothes optional, no, right? But at least you laughed about it. So the point is that I just made you laugh when thinking about exercise. Mm-hmm. And that is what people need to decide is that exercise needs to either be fun, entertaining or relaxing. So when you were a kid and you skipped rope or did a hula hoop or something, you didn't think about it as exercise. Right. <laughs> right. Just so fun. if you make it, yeah, if you make it fun or entertaining and you know what, the biggest thing that I need to teach people, especially moms, is that what if exercise was your time out? Hmm. Right. Like if you were guaranteed a 30 minute time out a day, Michelle, wouldn't that be amazing?
1: Yeah, exactly. It would be, uh it would be, especially thinking back to like when my kids were really young too, that would be like even more like when they weren't at school, <laughs> that would be yeah. even more or like even doing it with them, like having fun with them for 30 minutes and it being your exercise. Like-
2: Yeah, because then you feel like that is exactly you just brought up a great point. Like so many parents are like, well, I can't go to the gym because, you know, that's taking time away from my family. I already work and I already do all these things. And I'm like, what if it was part of your family time? Right. Hey, guys, let's go for a walk. Let's go for a bike ride. Let's, you know, I have I have people who buy the little tiny dumbbells and their little toddlers are, you know, (laughs) doing the weights. with them, And then the kids are like, you get so excited. They're like, hey, mom, dad, when are we going to go exercise, you know? and it and 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 not only are you setting yourself up for success but you're setting them up for future success mm-hmm. right so those are the three main rules that we do with people and then we fortify it with h- daily hypnosis mm-hmm. so it's something that they can use every day mm-hmm. and fun fact about hypnosis is that you cannot produce stress hormone in hypnosis mm-hmm. so your distress naturally decreases every time you listen so cortisol we know all is is attached to belly fat right
1: so if yep. We can decrease that. Then we have more control. Mm, that's awesome. So I was thinking about two people busy, busy business owners, owners that are growing their business. Well, you've gone through it yourself too, going from a technician to multiple clinic locations and a vocational school. So and driving like, lots of and, hours <laughs> and lots of driving, right? Like being rural and living way out in the middle of nowhere means that you got to drive a lot. <laughs> okay. So keeping your cortisol levels down, were you using hypnosis to do that too when you were growing your business? Yeah, absolutely. I
2: I don't think I know how to not use hypnosis at this point. Like Mm -hmm. I said, all hypnosis is is self-hypnosis and nobody listens to hypnosis audios forever. So the goal of any program is to actually empower a person so that they can do it to themselves, Mm -hmm. right? So being able to call yourself out quicker so you of level and stop using those cop- coping stances is number one like not using those cop- coping stances and actually actually surrendering your position to be able to create the life that you want and whatever what whatever it is for you right and then using that that the structure of genius that i talked about that visual auditory and kinesthetic so fancy words for sight sound and feeling mm-hmm. and making it real to my nervous system that i you know, could imagine myself in the businesses, I could imagine myself being present at home and then present at work and, and not feeling that divided time. That's the common thing that I hear with women is like, they're thinking about their children when they're at work, and they're thinking about work when they're their children, right? So they're never focused on what they need. And being able to really own your position, all of those things, like I had to learn that with self-hypnosis. I don't I don't know how I would have done it without having an accountability person like my me- my mentor, Scott McFall. He's the one that yeah. has, has helped me snap out of my own things all the time. And he's always like doing neuro-linguistic techniques with me, just like I do with clients or, or just a quick reframe. But yeah, it's so important. Once you know this, you can't not know it and you use yeah. it all the time.
1: Yeah. It seems like you have a bag of tools that you can um, use all the time. I did a NLP uh, practitioner training a few years ago and uh, I was interested in like learning about the power of language and then hearing what people were saying, like even on interviews or as we were, as we were creating intros and outros for people, making sure that we were using language that appealed to all of like the the learning styles out there. And so then you're your show would not turn off maybe the analytical people or you know the kinesthetic people because it wasn't applicable to them. So that was really fascinating. Do you want to talk a little bit about the power of language like when it comes to like us in business too?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, one is one of the biggest things is that we are our own hypnotists in our head. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when I would talk about putting it in your order, right? What what words are you actually saying? Like are you saying I'm going to succeed at it? Or are you going to say, I'm going to fail, right? Because they make very different pictures, right? Mm-hmm. The truth is people get stuck in the words. They they get stuck in analysis. And mm-hmm. uh, to give it a visual representation of that, most people, it's like they're trying to think their way out of a paper bag. So if you had a paper bag on your head, you know, mm-hmm. most people, if, if if I asked them to think your way to the paper bag, they just sit there and they go, well, I can't. No, that's right. Cause if you can manifest that bag off your head, well, darn it. I need to take that course, but you can't. You either have to blow it off. You have to tip it off or you have to like ask somebody for help. Right. Mm. But what, what most people will fail to do is they, they need to what in business is about reverse engineering. Well, anything really you have to have your outcome first and then you go backwards to the goal. So it's exactly like putting a destination in your Google Maps. If you want to be. A success. What does being a success look like, sound like and feel like? Right. And once you make that, then you can, it'll auto populate three routes, how to get there. And even if you get off the route, guess what? It just like auto corrects. Right. And if you get halfway to your goal and you decide to go somewhere else and said, that's not a big deal. But the, the biggest, the easiest thing that I can get people to stop doing is stop doing the don'ts, can'ts, won'ts. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then if you step back from yourself and go, if you're saying don't can't, count, won't. Have you ever heard the phrase? If you can't, you must. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. The thing is, is the things that we have these hard limits on where it's, it's very good, bad, right? Wrong up down is, is where we need to become more flexible and to be a, a business person, just like being a parent, you have to be flexible. The person who's the most flexible is the one in control of the situation. So if everybody keeps on saying the reasons why they can't succeed, what are three reasons why you can? Right. Yeah. That makes sense. And the why doesn't matter. Only how. Right. Cause we can't, we can't go down into the details. We have to go up into the big picture and see the, the options of what that, what that would mean for us. So does that mostly answer your question? Absolutely. On that? <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. And as people are sitting down and I'm wanting, figuring out what they want in business in 2024, I mean, that's perfectly a uh, great way of, you know, starting it, like you said, not waiting till the new year to start the new diet or the new way of doing business or whatever it is that you have planned for 2024, starting it today, but also having that feeling and being able to feel it, be able to see it and also be able to hear. And so that was really right.
2: So if you go all the way to the end of December twenty twenty four, right? What what would that what do you want to have seen accomplished? And then once you have that, then you can go backwards to today. Okay, what what's the step? So it's it's the act as if mm-hmm. strategy. Mm-hmm. Act as if it's already happened. Yeah. And if you already know that you're succeeding, then fear sort of just disappears.
1: Mm-hmm. Hi, and you're in that action already in that action it's really interesting it was asked that question on stage a few weeks ago of like how do you get out of like when fear comes up and it was just like every person on stage was um, you know some business business owners of a big company and they all said same sort of thing it was just like it disappears when you are in action and you're moving forward and you know it's it's, it's not even it's not even a thing anymore It's only a thing when you're sitting still and not, and not moving. So, you know, it's interesting.
2: Yeah. And what you just point brought up was like the super important part, something, it's a fancy language again, but like physiology trumps emotion. So with that in fancy language, that means moving your body Mm -hmm. will help you change your mind. So that's you know, if you want to get out of whatever you're doing, sitting and ruminating on it longer isn't going to solve it. Mm-hmm. Even if you just get up and decide to, like I said, dance to that crazy yeah. song or go for a walk. It's a lot, it's a lot like, you know, when you lose a, a name or
1: a number or where mm-hmm. you put think something. about it, you can't get it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the more you have the harder you think about it, <laughs> you know, the more you can't yeah. get it. Yeah, But if you, if you just step away from it, you know, and what if those things that you used to worry about could go away by something called diligent neglect. Hmm. The truth is the more you think about the weight loss, the more you can't do it. Right. Mm -hmm. So the, but if, if you could just learn to forget about it and just be so full of life and bigger taking action on the things you're doing, Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden the problems kind of melt away because you're not focusing on them anymore. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Yeah. You're focusing on what you want to achieve. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's such a, such so good in so many different levels whether you're looking at losing weight or you're looking at growing your business or being a better parent or whatever it is that you have for coming up this year, I think this is the perfect episode to wrap up the year with that. So you're like, Hey, well, what, what went really well and what did not go so well? And so that's a really great, so many great points in there. I really appreciate all your tangible, like actionable items there. That was really, really helpful. So for our listeners that are listening today and, you know, we said something that is, is spiked their interest. Uh, pique their interest where can we find out more information about you working with you all that kind of jazz
2: yeah absolutely so it's a super easy website to remember it's learnhypnosis.ca and again learnhypnosis.ca and if they go there there's actually a free gift so they can just put their name in for the free free gift and i will send it to them and i'll give them a brief insight on you know what hypnosis is and an experiment with it um, and then they can sign up for something called a free screening if they are interested in hypnosis to determine if it's right for them. So perf Thank you, Michelle.
1: No problem. And like you said, you can work with people online wherever you are. Although you have some clinics in person clinics, you can also do things online virtually too. So that opens up the world to all of the listeners. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: So they can, they can just message it and it will come to me and I will be happy to help them with their questions. And and if it feels right, determine if hypnosis is right for them.
1: Okay. Sounds awesome. Thanks so much, Trisha, for being here today. Amplifying You Family, remember the easy website, learnhypnosis.ca. And also just another tip, that is a really good website to have. It's easy to remember because when you're listening to podcasts, people are out and about doing all sorts of things. They can never remember websites. So that's a really great website to have, you. <laughs> all right, Thanks. guys. Thank you, Michelle. You're welcome. Thanks so much, Michelle. again. Have a great rest of your week, everybody. Thank you for having me. Last last words? No,
2: I'm just very grateful that you were able to have me on the show. I I know you're super busy and you have so many people interested in being on. Thank you, Michelle, for having me on the show on Amplify You and Happy New Year.
0: Thank you. You too.